Welcome to Steps Office. See, I got it right this time. Did it go too hard with the Australian? Perfect, Remains. Perfect. Perfect. Got it. <laughs> I am your host, Remains, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Dylan. What it do, guys? What it do. Um, so, yeah, the Lakers beat the Miami Heat in Game 4 of the NBA Finals, 102-96, to taking the 3-1 series lead. Dylan, I know you're upset. Talk me through it. Yeah, I mean, close game throughout the whole game. Um, definitely looked like the Heat were in it, especially that first half, doing some really, really good stuff against the LA Stars, um, in LeBron and AD there. But in the in the second half, LeBron especially got it going. Um, hit a hit a long three to sort of get himself amped up in the third, and then carried it through to the fourth. Uh, and then in the fourth, really, it was offensive rebounds. That led to free throws uh, from Rondo, especially, and um, and the Lakers' defense took it to another yeah. level. Really contesting Jimmy's attempts, uh, all the handoff action that the Heat run, contesting like chasing guys around. I mean, <clears throat> the Heat only stayed in it really in the end after off a uh, Duncan Robinson banked in three from thirty feet. Yeah, I, thought I, I mean, like, I love that one. I mean that was yeah. What a if shot! You, if you're living off shots like that, it's uh, you can tell the Lakers' defense yeah. was was really taking it to them. Um, the the adjustment we saw it at the start of the game, but the adjustment of AD on Jimmy was really effective. I thought um, they weren't switching off switching guys on Jimmy, especially in the second half. And um, what AD on Jimmy allows is. When Jimmy's in handoff actions for guys like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, um, AD's able to contest any shots that go up from those handoffs or contain the handoff. And AD's always in the center of the defense in that way. Yeah. Especially when Jimmy's leading the charge, trying to make plays and stuff happen. AD's always in there defensively, which he wasn't in game three at points. Yeah. Um, So that was really... Important adjustment by the Lakers. Um, KCP played out of his mind. That uh, was yeah, no, that was strange. What do you have like six of the Lakers' first eight points, especially, and then uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Eight, eight of their first ten, yeah, eight of their first ten, then yeah, and then obviously towards the end as well, hitting some nice big shots there. Yeah, hit that three in transition and uh, took Duncan Robinson off the dribble, which we don't see from KFC, uh, KCP uh, no. a whole lot. Um, poor Duncan Robinson got exposed at the end of this game. Rondo took it to him. KCP took it to him. LeBron attacked him in all within the final three minutes. It felt like, and um, really, yeah, really, the Lakers got whatever they wanted on on Robinson. Um, but yeah, KCP was big. Had fifteen points, five in the fourth, uh, five assists also. So he was yeah. also making plays. Uh, LeBron was much better this game as we thought he would be, uh, hitting threes, tough shots, taking over in the fourth, getting fouled in the fourth off some offensive rebounds by Rondo. Um, yeah, and then the AD3 in the fourth there, about 50 seconds left to really seal the deal for the for the Lakers, going up a dominant yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the big things in this game was it really kind of came down to the role players a bit. Like, obviously, the Stars played their role, but, like, at least based on the numbers, like, the Heat role players just didn't perform anywhere near as well as uh, the Lakers role players, especially Jay Crowder. I know last episode you were saying, you know, we're kind of due for a big Jay Crowder performance. Today was just not it um, for him. Yeah, was not it. I think he had two threes this game, but, um, yeah, he really... His main contribution to this game was failing LeBron in the fourth a whole lot. Yeah. That's what I sort of took away from Jay Crowder's game. Finished yeah. with eight, eight point seven rebounds. I mean, it's always good to have out there, but he needs to be a bit. It is to hit shots. But I think all series long, the Lakers' role guys have showed up, especially Caruso, Rondo, KCP. Not as much. Kuzma's hit some shots. Markeith Morris did yeah. have a game like he did uh, last game, but was still you know nine points, hit two threes. Um, Really, when we thought the Heat were going to have the depth advantage, the Lakers' role guys, the Lakers' bench have really played out of their skins, yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you saw Bam back this game. How did you see his performance? Uh, good, especially at the start of the game. Came out aggressive. You know, yeah. Got the Heat's first points off a steal and layup. Got another steal, uh, which unfortunately stepped out of bounds with a couple of minutes later. Um, he was effective. He was another... He's a guy that... When Jimmy drives or when Hero drives, um, there's a guy to hand off to when AD contests shots. There's another in the dunker spot there. Yeah. Um, and another guy to run handoffs with. I thought that was strange that we didn't see him more involved in the offense in the fourth. It was a lot of Jimmy handoffs, not a lot of handoffs from Bam, even though AD was on Jimmy in the fourth. Um, he was good I defensively. Mean, he wasn't, at least. Maybe still affected a little bit by his injury, so that I'm, I'm, part I'm sure that played a role. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he 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 was good. Played 33 minutes. Had, had a bit of foul trouble. Had four fouls. Um, but yeah, a promising sign. Uh, was good defensively. Yeah. yeah. No, Bam looked good. Uh, yeah, I mean, this game was about as close as you could expect. Like from from the stats, so even across the board. Like everything, mm. all the numbers, offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, fouls field goal percentage, three-point percentage, all that stuff was just so, so similar. Like, it really, I think this game kind of was a coin flip, which I guess probably really hurts when a coin flip is the difference between 3-1 and 2-2 um, in the finals, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, is is this series over? Um, You know, as a Heat fan, it hurts to say it, but I think game five... You know, LeBron's been so locked in all series, all playoffs. Yeah. Um, not taking any five chances. Five games every series. Five games every series. I mean, it looks it looks like it's going to be a five-gamer. Um, yeah. You know, the Heat played an encouraging game. They were in it all game, <clears throat> really, until yeah. the fourth. The Lakers' defense um, stepped up. And we'll see Heat adjustments to that, like they always do. They make adjustments. Um, but I think... LeBron might just want to end this as quickly as possible and secure that yeah. fourth ring. I mean, and like I said last episode, like this series is very reminiscent of the Nuggets Lakers series. Like game four and five for Nuggets Lakers, they were close, they were tight, they were really tough games, and ultimately it came down to just the Lakers executed better. And then obviously, you know, LeBron in game five just absolutely put it away. And I'm afraid to say I think it's going to be the same. Uh, I mean, same yeah, story. LeBron in elimination games is. Um, you know, historically amazing. So, yeah. game five elimination game. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I think he's going to have another all-time performance here. 
Yeah, I mean, especially when it is his fourth ring and he wants to get home. Like, I think elimination games carry more weight when it's like, yeah, you're one game away from a championship. Uh, this is really, yeah, this is legacy, you know, needing material. <laughs> building, yeah. yeah, for mm-hmm. LeBron here, especially, he, you know, he said before he's chasing Jordan. He needs this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, people aren't going to accept that he's better than Jordan, like, ever, I don't think. Like even oh, if he well, does yeah. get the six rings, no I mean, depending who you ask, I mean, all the yeah. all the younger guys all think LeBron's got MJ, but um, yeah, yeah there's always going to be two camps. I don't think either side is going to go. Oh, you know what? Maybe LeBron does have it. You know, the yeah. MJ no, guys. He's, are not, go with he's MJ. not changing people's minds. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Outright. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, after this performance, especially after also game three, who's finals MVP? If if you had to pick today, um. I think LeBron's taken I think so. the lead back now. Mm. Um, AD's still been fantastic, apart from Game 3. Yeah. But Game 3 probably hurt him that's, a lot. That's in his... really distinction for me, really. It's like LeBron's yeah. been great for four games, whereas AD's been great for three games and not as good for one game. Although you could say the fact that he played poorly in Game 3 and that's the one they lost is actually credit to him. There's always that case for MVP that, you know, when the team sucks without them, that boosts their re- their... Their chance, their candidacy. Yeah. candidacy. But today, AD finished with 22 points, nine rebounds, four assists, four blocks. Really impressive. Um, I'd st- yeah, I'd still take I'd take LeBron at this moment. But defensively, AD's been unreal this series. Yeah, he's been so if, important. If people really pay attention to that, then maybe he gets it over LeBron. But I don't think so. Okay. Um, I know you didn't love this game, but do you have any more notes to, from it? Um. Just that I, I, you know, I'm, I could still see this going to six. I don't really see it going past six, but no, you know, maybe the Heat come out with last one last punch for the season. Yeah, but um, ultimately, I think LeBron and AD are just too much for yeah. this still, you know, injured Heat team missing Drogage. Yeah, which is very important. The Drogage injury. I mean, I don't think it puts that big an asterisk on it. Like. No, it, it puts an asterisk on it. There's like, always injuries in in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, and every come, come every pretty come much every has an it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Drugic, he tried warming up today. He obviously he I did see play, that. Obviously, yeah. um, we'll see how he goes after two days. Maybe he just tries it, being an elimination game and all. Yeah, but um, I don't know how I, effective don't he'll be. It. Yeah, no. I don't see him playing. Like, I think you look at his longer term. I mean, even if he is getting up there a little bit of age, he's not that old. But how old is he? Like thirty. 30. And it is a contract year for him this year. Yeah, that's so, important. I don't think he yeah. plays and risks ag- aggravating that even more. But um, yeah. as for stats this game, I decided to go for a kind of different route here. Um, I decided to look into the game logs of some of our key players in this, in this series. So, you know how last game I said when Rondo makes threes, that's a good barometer of his team winning? Historically, yeah. not true. So, really? Rondo, Rondo wins, uh, has won 59% of his playoff games for his career. 64% when he makes at least one three, 57 when he doesn't. Very okay. slight margin there. At least 7% increase in wins. Mm. Uh, but that could also be kind of... Obviously, that doesn't take into account what teams he was part of, but like that kind of might coincide with more recent history as well. Um, yeah, well, um, he didn't make a three today, but um, he no, was definitely impactful. Of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was definitely impactful today, um, especially on the offensive rebounds. And that I mean, fourth. I think he scored his first points at like halfway through the fourth quarter or something like he's, that. I, like, well, I saw he was at zero. Fourth, yeah. 
I saw he was on zero, and that's what got me looking at his game logs. I'm like, has he ever scored zero in a game before? And then he scored two points, and it ruined it for me because he has <laughs> never scored. He's never gone scoreless in a playoff game. Oh, um, really? He's kept and that one. alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he only had two points, but yeah, seven rebounds, a lot of offensive rebounds, and uh, some big assists down the stretch, too. Yeah. Uh, yep. Had an impactful game without making any threes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, but now, there's actually some statistics. Some statistically significant stats here. So Jimmy Butler, when he so Jimmy Butler has won forty-seven percent of his playoff games. When he scores twenty or more points, like he did today, he wins sixty-two percent of them. If he scores less than twenty, he only wins thirty-five percent of them. Oh wow, that's a twenty-seven percent difference in <clears> wins <throat> when he scores over twenty, and he did today, which got me looking at it. Yeah, I wonder. Did, I wonder how much Jimmy played in those early Bulls runs with yeah. MVP Derek Rose and stuff. I mean, he yeah. wouldn't have been scoring a whole lot then. But No, no, he wouldn't have. No, but they were still winning at least some series. I mean, when did yep. Rose go down? The 11 playoffs or the 12 playoffs? I think it was 12. 12. So I think okay. it was two years there. I think it was two years there where the, heat, where the um, Bulls were... The Bulls, yep. Um, ...were... Making runs in the playoffs there, um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's been a playoff contributor for a few years now. Yeah, now so the biggest surprising to see. Yeah, but the biggest statistic here, and this one was really shocking to me actually. Oh, it doesn't shock me that much, but I think it's kind of cool. So LeBron has won sixty six percent of his playoff games, so essentially two in every three he wins. Seventy two percent where he has less than six turnovers. Forty percent when he has six or more turnovers, like he did today. A 32% difference there. And he's 9-0 when he has no turnovers. Like in game two, he had no turnovers, yeah. Um, yeah, he had six today. He had eight last game, uh, yeah. which was tied a finals high or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, obviously when LeBron's make turnovers, it's good for the other team. I mean, yeah. But um, that's even a big for- difference though, yeah. What was it, 40% when he... 40% when he has six turnovers, 72 when he has less. Yeah, even 40% seems low for yeah. LeBron games where he's got that many. Um, yeah, well, good stuff. Um, he's 20 and 29. He's done it 49 times in, I think, 250 playoff games or something. Oh, well. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like his game log stats. I've got, actually, I've got a stat here for you, Amaze. I saw this going around. Um, oh, okay, so it's not original. No, it's not original. I didn't research okay. this. Okay. okay. Just I'm not I am not as special as Ramey's in right. the stat department. Um <laughs> LeBron over his last two full seasons, so not including last year. So the 2018 Cavs and this year, he yep. is 106 and 1 when his team is leading after the third. Really? Okay. That yeah. is a good stat. He was perfect this year, 55 and 0, and then he was 50 what was it 56? Or something, fifty-one yeah. and seven, uh, fifty-one and one, uh, with those Cavs teams. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. Um, another thing I saw. So yeah, okay, I'm not original on this one either. But um, <laughs> let's see. It was so. Which quarter was it? there? Was it was in like the first or second quarter? I want to say where he had the ball right at the end, but he didn't shoot it. Like he didn't shoot just a full court shot. That was good. I thought. I thought that was because Caruso went down, and he was sort of. Oh, I don't know. 
I don't know. But uh. what I saw was I don't think he's taken a full court heave in five years. I think is what I saw on Twitter. Today. Oh, really? I mean, I could check that on Basketball Reference. In fact, I might do that right now and make it slightly original for myself. Um, <laughs> Can you take shots by distance? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, well, I, that's sort of strange to me. I feel like you'd sort of enjoy just throwing one random heave up every now and again. Yeah. No, I mean, he just doesn't do it. Let's see here. Heaves. He has... Um, What does this mean? He has not attempted a heave in... Oh, wait, no, that's not true. That's not true. Fake ah, news. I think I checked it. It's a good thing I checked it. It is a good thing I checked it. He took one this season. He took one two years ago, and he took one three years before that. Fake stats, ladies and gentlemen. These are alternative uh, let's, stats. Let's, let's check playoffs. Playoffs, he hasn't done it. He hasn't taken a heave in seven years in the playoffs. Okay, okay. He's only seven taken four years. in his career. I can't believe they track stuff like that, though. In 258 games. So, what? What's 258 times four? Uh, 1,032. Um, so, in 1,032 quarters, he's taken four heaves. <laughs> this is stat for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is what you come to listen for. <laughs> this, this is stat stuff. Is this, this is stat stuff, is, ladies and This is what stat stuff is, should have been at the start. This is it's what all the, about. <laughs> this is what the intention was to do all this sort of stuff. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing it now, though. Yeah, right at the end of it, right at the end of the season. Yep. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. In other news, oh, let's let's. In other news, we're a news report now. Apparently, yep. <laughs> we've completely shifted here. Um. Isaiah Thomas. Uh. Some news broke the other day that he uh, underwent surgery to fully repair his hip that he injured. What was it, like three years ago or something? So. Obviously, he's had some work done in the past, but, like, never got it fully repaired. He now has it fully repaired. According to him, the pain is, like, night and day. He just doesn't feel the pain anymore. Um, so, well, yeah, that's, that's exciting to hear. Very promising news. I um, mean, how old is he now, though? He's 31, which is 30... what I was going to ask you. What do you think his ceiling is if he comes back into the league next year? Um... Yeah, 31. Five, was he 5'9", five, 5'8"? Something uh, like that. Still coming off hip surgery. What sounds yeah. like major hip surgery. Okay, no, um, the, hip, the surgery itself was like four months ago, I think. I think he's okay. now fully recovered from it, is what he was saying. Even still, surgeries always take a yeah. toll on a guy's ability, uh, athleticism, uh, which Thomas relies on. Um, I don't know if, you know, it's been three years, but he's still been playing at least. He's been on teams. Yep. Maybe. Um, I, I could still see him as a high-volume scoring sixth man. Six I mean, man? I don't know. I don't think he's got to, obviously not going to return to that MVP-type season no, that he had no, for the no. Celtics, averaging 29 um, a like game. A, what was it, like 9 or 10 in the fourth? Or was it like 11 or something? Yeah, it was, it was like 10, 10 in the fourth, I think. Something ridiculous. Something like um, yeah, I, I could, yeah, I could still see him being a valuable contributor. Obviously, okay. defensively, he's... A liability, yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah. The thing with that Celtics team was that that entire roster was designed around Isaiah Thomas and yeah. feeding him the ball and making up for his defensive liabilities. Um, if he's not going to be a starter and your star, that makes it difficult for him to stay on the floor defensively. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the team isn't catered around him, but 
I mean, it was interesting that the Clippers let him go. I feel like because he got traded to the Clippers at the deadline this year, and then they released him. Yeah. I feel like he, you know, if he got this hip surgery and he's still on the roster, he could be the type of guy that they look they were looking for um, in that meltdown against the Nuggets. You know, someone that can sort of take control of the yeah, offense for a couple yeah. of possessions and just sort of calm things down. Um, so maybe in a role like that where a team's already defensively long, um, he can thrive offensively. So yeah, I could yeah. still see him putting up some buckets um, on a, on a, off the bench, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see him in a bench role. I think, I don't know, part of me is hopeful that he could get some kind of a starting role. Like, I like, part of me thinks that he could, if he is fully healed, he could put up 15 or 16 a game. I just believe in him that much. But like, I mean, I feel like he could do that off the bench, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how realistic it is, but like, I would like to see him in a starting role. I'd like him to at least get a shot. Because like, I don't know, he was on the Nuggets a couple of years ago and I, I did enjoy following his very brief tenure there. I thought he was very fun. I thought he was like, not necessarily the best fit, but like a good guy, guy to kind of just have in the locker room if nothing else. Yeah, that was those uh, Enver Nuggets uh, series, wasn't it? Where there was pretty much no defensive player on that team, except for maybe Paul Millsap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean kind of like that. I was gonna say that's still kind of the Nuggets, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just it's just yeah. Tory, uh, not uh, Tory Craig, it, but Jeremy Grant instead of Paul Millsap. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, if you want him starting, there's I can't really think of a guy he'd start over on any team at the moment. There's somewhere, surely it'd be one of it, there's a bottom feeder team somewhere that we're not thinking of. I mean, I I, I thought the Magic, but I guess they're still running Markel. Folds trying to get something out of DJ, him. I thought DJ Augustine was starting for them. No, I thought he was too, but he came off the bench for the playoffs. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe the Lakers pick him up. I mean, <laughs> the Lakers. They I were. They connected to. They connected Does to. LeBron like him? Does LeBron like him? <laughs> well, I mean, he gave him some buckets in the playoffs. I'm sure he likes him. Yeah. Debatable. Considering um, he was part of that big blow up of the Cavs a few years ago, where LeBron was like, "Not trading." Oh, they were teammates too, weren't they? I forgot about yeah. that. That was a weird time, and yeah, which league. is why I'm like, "Does LeBron <laughs> like it?" Yeah, no. Okay, that's a fair. Call. Wasn't doing much for them. Well, at the very least, they've been teammates before, so they've already they got have. some sort yeah. of chemistry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Lakers have been connected to Rose, trading for Rose at the deadline, getting a sort of they were connected to Collison um, throughout the season uh, if he yeah. made a comeback. Um, so yeah, they were looking for a guard off the bench, but yeah, I mean, maybe fairness, potentially. The Lakers are kind of connected to every guy in the league. True. <laughs> like, I mean, everyone does. He's good at basketball. He could be on our team. Yeah, <laughs> and that's sort of the Lakers media at the moment. Is yeah, yeah everyone wants to come to the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, they kind of do though. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, also, speaking of Isaiah Thomas, the Seattle guy, uh, the Seattle Storm in the w- WNBA, winning the WNBA Finals in the three zero sweep against the. Uh, Los uh, Las Vegas Aces. Okay. Uh, Brianna Stewart went crazy. She dropped 37, 15, and four in like game one or something. Averaged over twenty for the for the um, for the series. Sue Bird still breaking records at thirty nine. And that uh, old. she's really? that old. Sue Bird, her fourth championship. Um, and another stat here for you, Amaze. Uh, only the third <laughs> player. NBA or WNBA to win a championship in three different decades. Ah, oh, very nice. Her, Tim Duncan, and John Sally. Really? Okay. That's a great yeah. stat. I love that one, actually. Yeah. Not an uh, original, but another stat. 
What's your source on that one? Oh, NBA.com. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> NBA history or something like that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that, All right. That, that's yeah. cool. I mean, I've never followed the WNBA, but I feel like I should get into it at least a little bit next year. I started, I've started following it a bit. I mean, I, I'm an Aces fan, so it's sort of just because of Liz Cambage, the Australian. Also, I'm a big um, Kelsey Plum fan. Um, so, you know, it sort of sucked to see them go down in a sweep, but you know, they had the yeah. MVP this year. So yeah, it's Asian a five-game series, is it? Five-game series, yeah. Yeah, yep. okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to get into it next year. Um, do I do I become a bandwagon or I, do I join up with you? Who knows? I mean, you can you can find your own team, find some random connection that my own gets you connected. Yeah, yeah. There's a few um, Australians in the WNBA. <laughs> is a WNBA player still in 2K? <laughs> yeah, there's a. I'm pretty sure. I could do that. I, could do I that. don't know. I, I haven't got 2K21 yet, but I'm pretty sure there's a. Either, but... I'm pretty sure there's a WNBA micro now. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I I think I did see that. Right. No, I mean because the reason I'm a Nuggets fan was because I played with the Nuggets in <clears> NBA Live 14. That's <laughs> and I just found them fun. Hell yeah. Um, it's like, maybe that's how I find my WMA team as well. That's Play with one of them, see who's fun. Who was on that team? It was like, Kenneth Freed, Danilo Gallinari, Randy Foy, JJ Hickson, Daryl Arthur, Ty Lawson, Wilson Chandler. What a team. Ty Lawson. Shout Ty out Lawson. Ty Lawson. Oh, let's not shout out Ty Lawson. No. Are we pro Ty Lawson on this podcast? I don't think we are. I don't think we should be. He hasn't, I mean, a few DOIs, sure. But I mean, that China ban was a He's bit strange, a wasn't it? <laughs> he, yeah, just said... I mean, he wouldn't have been banned from most leagues. From most leagues, I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, it he was, you know, in a way, complimenting the Chinese women that he was around. <laughs> you know, they got yeah. cake. And he was simply around in a completely wholesome fashion. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Ty Lawson. Fuck it. Shout yeah. out Ty Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 points, 9 assists in his best season or something like that. Like, actually genuinely good numbers. I think he was third in the league in assists that year. Behind Joel Wall and Chris Paul, I believe. I mean, yeah, what did he average? 10 assists? 9 assists? 9. 9 MP, yeah. I think. I mean, that leads the league in most years. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to him. I, just... I, I, yeah. I was listening to a, um, Redraftables with uh, Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe, and Zach Lowe took him 6th in the 2009 redraft. Over guys like Jeff Teague and Wesley Matthews, and you know guys that are still in the league. Yeah. So you know, there's hope. There's hope. You know, Tolson had a career. Well, okay. If we're talking about the player, sure. If we're talking about the guy, as in a teammate, and you know, on the roster, yeah. maybe not. Okay. Bit trouble. <laughs> yeah. Bit trouble. There's guys like that before. <laughs> I discovered he used to be very big on the NBA subreddit. <laughs> He would post things. I think he actually posted a few like Nuggets highlights and stuff on the subreddit himself, which is pretty funny. Ty Lawson doesn't seem like a Reddit guy. I mean, it was five years ago, I want to say, but like obviously that's when he was there anyway. And then he also involved Timothy Mozgov a few times, which was pretty funny as well. Shout out Mozgov. Shout out Mozgov. Bring him back. Bring Mozgov back. I actually bring him back though. Yeah, if Isaiah Thomas is going to a team, what team should Mozgov go to? Send him back to the Cavs. No, wait, we don't want to do that. Put him on the Lakers. They, they love their big, burly centers. Yeah, well, he was on the Lakers. I mean, he got that deal with the Lakers, that massive four-year deal. Oh, secured, true. true. Secured yeah. the bag. And then went to Russia. Is he in Russia? Well, that's where he's from, I think. Oh, he might be from Russia. Is he back there? I think so. 
Anyway, this podcast has gone off the rails. Oh, well. We don't actually want to talk about this game, though. No, especially me. <laughs> he played for the Magic. Did you know that? After that Lakers deal, he played for the Magic at one point. He got I traded to the Magic. I that. Yeah. I mean, he really ended up in some strange places. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've gone off the rails enough here that I just want to throw one more question to you. Who's yeah. the most random guy that you're just a fan of? Just one random ass NBA player. Mm. Either in the league or not in the league. But... I'm a James Ennis fan because he okay. was... That's um, interesting, actually. He was... Well, my first well, my first and only NBL game that I went, went to go watch when I was like 13, he was playing for the Perth Wildcats <clears throat> and he pulled off a sick 360 dunk on the fast break. That from then on, I was a fan. And it helps that he went to the Heat the next season <laughs> and played not terribly. <laughs> not terribly. And you will take that from James Ennis. <laughs> exactly. I think he started for us. It was the first year after LeBron left. I think he started for us. He was pretty good. He had a sick dunk like his first game. Yeah. Who's your... I mean, we've got we've talked about Will Barton before. Your big... No, he's Will not random Bar- enough. My favorite guy, he's not in the league anymore. He, he wasn't like a super random player because he was actually good. Sean Marion. The Matrix. Oh, that doesn't count. Doesn't it count? Sean Marion's a Hall of Famer. That's not a random guy. He might not be a Hall of Famer. He's got a case at least. Yeah. What's the what's the James what's the James Ennis case for Hall of Fame? (laughs) Did James Ennis make any All Star teams? No. (laughs) He averaged like eight (laughs) points a game. He doesn't have fun. You said random. (laughs) All right. Who's who's random? You could do better. Can I do better? Oh, okay. Um. I can't think of anyone who's not in the league anymore. Like, what about a random Nuggets player from the Randy last Foy. couple seasons? Randy Foy. <laughs> that's a good one. See, that's a good one. I, I wanted to go not Nuggets, though, but actually, no, I was no, I was definitely more of a Darrell Arthur fan than I was a Randy Foy fan. Yeah, that's what I was hoping I would for, be Darrell Arthur. I don't even know what his game was. He was stretch just four. sort of stretch, stretch four. four. Stretch four before stretch fours were a thing. For his time, <laughs> Darrell Arthur, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's young enough. He can come back. I think he's like 32, 33, I want to say. Yeah, he's still got, he's still got legs. He's still got life. How old is he? He's 32, yeah. He doesn't play anywhere anymore, apparently. What was the last time he played? Uh, I want to say two years ago? Three years ago? Um, 17, 18, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could come and make some buckets. Shout out to Real Arthur. Yeah. I was a fan. Shout out to Real Arthur. <laughs> You're a fan. Don't know his game. I'm just a fan. Yeah, I mean, I like the name. I saw him around a bit. <laughs> I do like his name. Like he went. His nickname was Darth, which is pretty cool. Darth. Yeah. Okay. I kind of like him less now. That's a, <laughs> bit, that's a shit nickname. <laughs> Darth Arthur. No, it's just Darth. Nah. All right. I'm off nope. to roll Arthur. I'm off to roll Arthur. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick. One more shout out before we finish the episode. Shout out, most random player that comes to your mind. Uh, shout out Timofey Mozgov. I mean, he's on the shout brain. Out yeah. uh, shout out Timofey Mozgov scoring 93 points and having like <laughs> eight, 80 rebounds. <laughs> what was that? What was that game? Like, I've heard about it, but I've known um, what it was. Just in the post-game interview, um, someone mistyped the, the stats and he had like oh, that's nine, right, that's right. 93 points and 80 <laughs> rebounds or something. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> enough shouting out to a famous stuff. Actually,
So let's shout out to your favorite Boys Go episode. I love that guy. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to yeah, right. that dude. Alright, thanks for listening to us be sad about the heat losing. Um, <laughs> hey, it's, not over, the, it's not over till it's over. It's not over till it's over. Alright, but if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on all of our social medias at StatStuffers or Stat underscore Stuffers on Instagram. Leave us a five star rating for a review on Apple Podcasts. Other than that, thank you for listening. Cheers, guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>